I'm on, on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm, yes, on, I'm on, on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Welcome to the studio of WVFV, and this is Voice for Victory Radio, and this is our daily Winning Side broadcast, and we are here at noon. Uh, We're live on the radio 95.9 FM, also uh, on uh, Facebook and YouTube. We welcome you that are watching and then those that are listening on our uh, radio app and on our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've had a good week. Uh, But what a great way to end the week. It's a beautiful day, probably getting close to 70 degrees. The sun is shining and uh, it is December. It's hard to believe. A week ago, we were just finishing up with Thanksgiving and now it's December and we are running full steam ahead, getting ready for Christmas. And I was just going through Sunday, uh, excuse me, Wednesday night, I was going through uh, with our church family all the events that we've got planned for December. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we're starting with this Sunday night. We have our parent baby dedication service, always a wonderful time. And then we've got the auditorium and the lobby and the fellowship hall, all so beautifully decorated for Christmas. I'm looking forward to a great day this Sunday, just two days away. But today, I want to say a happy birthday to Carol Radford. And then tomorrow, a happy anniversary to Jay and Rhonda Lassiter. And then a happy anniversary to Jake and Kelly Pinello. And I hope you have a great day. I know a lot of people listen different ways and watch different ways. But Brother Jay uh, usually tells us that he watches later on uh, YouTube. So uh, Brother Jay, when you're watching this, I hope you're having a great day and happy anniversary uh, to you and your wife. Uh, Let's be in prayer for our school. I got to go by the school. I try to go by every morning just very briefly. Drop off my girls, get to see few of the students, few of the teachers and all that. But today I walked out in the back to see that modular. It is, uh, it is up. They're getting it all set in place. And uh, it is exciting to see what the Lord has done there. Uh, but let's be in prayer for one another. Pray for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. Pray for our country. And uh, let's uh, pray that God will do great things there. I want you to hear this song. I heard this on the radio the other day. So if you heard it a few days ago, you were probably listening the same time I was. Uh, But here's a good old song. I want you to hear the song. And then after the song, I want to tell you a little story about the song. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed walking with Jesus. I have no regrets. Hope you enjoy this great song uh, on this Friday of our Winning Side broadcast. Each day that I live, He gives more than I need. I could never describe His goodness to me. I need, I find at 
laughter and nights filled with pain but with every mile that i travel this way the journey gets sweeter each day it's been a long journey but i have been blessed walking with jesus i have no regrets he is so good to me i must confess the way has been long but i'm blessed i'm blessed so much more than Amen for that. It's a great song. And uh, I have been blessed, that's for sure. And uh, I know if you're honest, you'd have to say the same is true. God's been so good to us. And I love that song. So the first time uh, I heard that song, I think it was the first time, but the first time it really kind of kind of sunk in and registered with me, my wife and I were traveling with a group from Golden State Baptist College. We did that for nine years. And uh, we were at a, a girl's home. And uh, this was a home where these girls, uh, many of them had uh, just lived a, a rough life. In some cases, had nowhere to go. Uh, some of them had just been messed up by sin and different things. And these girls, they, we saw where they were staying. And uh, they had these bunk beds, just kind of a big open room. And they had lockers and different, like I say lockers, little, you know, cubbies where they kept their stuff. And that's all they own. I mean, just the stuff in that one little spot, one little, not even a closet. And uh, we went there to be a blessing to these girls. And we had our, our singing group. These girls, college girls, were going to sing. And, and they sang a song. And it was good. And then the director said, hey, you want to hear our girls sing? And we said, we would love to. And these girls began to sing that song. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. And you know, uh, I, I, if I remember right, I think it was at the time, maybe it was later, but I just remember tears coming to my eyes. And just thinking about, here are these girls who really didn't have a family much or had a rough background or just been been kind of messed up by sin but god was working in their lives and they were singing that song uh, i'm blessed so much more than i ever deserve and you know after we left that day i remember uh telling our girls the girls we were traveling with from the college i said you know there's a great example uh, that you don't have to have a lot of stuff. You don't have to have a lot of things to be blessed. You just have to know the Lord and experience God's grace in your life. And uh, that was a wonderful time. My wife and I made a lot of great memories traveling the country. And I would got to preach a lot. and The groups would sing. And we always had just great services. But uh, that particular group, we had a girl in that with several. Well, obviously, it was a girls group. But one of the girls in that group, uh, she sang this song. She sang the, the verses on this song. And then the, the group sang together. It was a beautiful song. But I was thinking about this song the other day, too. You know, there's a lot of things going on in this world. A lot of things going on in our lives. But I want to remind you that God is still on the throne. I'm so glad He is in control. And as I was th thinking of that song, it led to this song. But Brother Caleb, if you got that song there, I'd like for you to hear this song. Here's a great reminder that God is still on the throne no matter what happens. 
He is in control, and that'll help you sleep at night. That'll help you live every day with confidence knowing that He is in control. Hope you enjoyed this song, He's Still on the Throne. For that. I, I went back uh, while that song was being played. I went back. I was looking to see if I could uh, tell which girls were in that group. We had uh, some of the same girls traveled uh, several years, but it would kind of be a few different ones here and there. But uh, Miss uh, Lydia Fenera, our one of our church piano players, she played for one of those groups. I don't think it was that year. I was just looking. Um, but uh, what a blessing that God is still on the throne. He is in control. And praise the Lord for that. Proverbs 25 in your Bibles. It says in uh, verse number one that these also are the Proverbs which of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied out. And we saw there the example of Solomon to uh, his own son, to Hezekiah several hundred years later. And then now, these thousands of years later, we still have the example from the Proverbs that Solomon wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, preserved for us today. We see the explanation. Uh, sometimes God will give you an explanation. 
Uh, sometimes you just have to trust Him. Sometimes you'll never know uh, the reason for something, but you can trust God. Just do what's right. He'll, he'll take care of you. Just be faithful to Him. We saw the extras remove, take away the dross from the silver. And there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. We saw the elevation. We said, uh, don't try to put yourself up. Uh, let someone say, hey, why don't you come up here? rather than someone saying, hey, get back down there and let God elevate you. Let God promote you. We saw the encouragement uh, as the cold of snow in time of harvest. So is a faithful messenger to them that sent him for he refresheth the soul of his masters. Be, be that encouragement, be that blessing. And then we saw the emptiness. Uh, Whoso boasteth himself of a false gift is like clouds and wind without rain. Uh, I don't want to be just a bunch of noise, a bunch of show. Uh, I want to have some substance in my life. I want my Christianity to be real. And I want to be able to have something to give to somebody else. And so we talked about that. I want you to look at verse 16. It says, Hast thou found honey? Then eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. That's a uh, pretty incredible picture there. Uh, eat honey. Eat as much as you need. Eat what is sufficient, but don't overdo it. Don't be uh, filled so much that you, you can't even keep it down. Then it goes on to say, uh, verse 17, Withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house, lest he be weary of thee, and so hate thee. Let's talk about number seven, having enjoyment in life, but not excess. Basically, what this verse is saying is, is don't overdo it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with enjoying life, uh, but there is a problem when you allow covetousness and you allow things and you allow materialism to control you. Be careful that what you do does not become covetous. The goal in life is contentment. Verse 27, it is not good to eat much honey. So for men to search their own glory is not glory. Uh, uh, find satisfaction in life. Find contentment in life. If you compare, there will always be somebody who has more. If you're comparing money, somebody's always got more. If you're comparing stuff, somebody's always got more. If you're comparing quality, somebody's always got something better. But can I tell you, life is not about comparison. Life is about contentment. Paul said it like this, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Enjoy life. And by the way, it's wonderful to serve God. I was talking to somebody the other day, but you know there's a whole lot more to life than just money. There's a whole lot more to life than just having a, a, a lot of things. But there is, there's a peace and there's a contentment that you can have from being in the will of God and doing what God has called you to do. Let's look and we'll wrap up this a particular chapter today. Look at number eight. We see the enemy. Verse number 21 and 22, the Bible uses that word. It says, if thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head and the Lord shall reward thee. Did you know that the way you should treat your enemy is you should treat your enemy with kindness. Now that goes against our nature. We want revenge. We want to get even. We want to get ahead. But your enemy should be treated with kindness. 
uh, your enemy um, will not reward you when you treat them well. Matter of fact, you may shock them, but you know who's going to take care of you when you treat your enemy right? God will. God will bless you. God will take care of you. Uh, uh, let God even the score. Let God take care of that. But then look at verse number 28. Speaking of enemies, <laughs> verse 28, he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Your greatest enemy, my greatest enemy, by the way, I know you're going to think, you think I'm going to say the devil. I don't believe he's your greatest enemy. He is, a, he, is, he is a foe. He is an enemy, no doubt about it. But you know, our greatest enemy is ourselves. My greatest enemy is my own flesh. You see, if we cannot control our own spirit, we are likened to a city that is broken down and without walls. That is vulnerable. That is a city that is going to be destroyed. That is a city that is going to be conquered. You have to control your own spirit. You can't control somebody else's spirit. Somebody else may get mad. Somebody else may be upset. Somebody else may fly, fly off the handle. But you can't control that. But you can control your spirit. And I can control my spirit. That's why we must be yielded to the Holy Spirit of God so that we can have the ability to have self-control. May God help us. Proverbs 15, 13. The Bible says, A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. Proverbs 17, 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. You've got to have control You've got to have rule over your own spirit. If you don't, you're in trouble. If you don't, there will be no victory. Uh, we, we have our theme for this broadcast is the winning side. You know why some Christians don't live on the winning side? It's because they can't control their spirit. They let the circumstances control their spirit. They let the boss at work or they let the coworkers or the neighbors or the friends or the family members, they let everybody else have control of their own spirit. Friend, that's not theirs to control. That's up to you. And you and I must be yielded to God and under the power and the control of the Holy Spirit, we can have victory over our flesh. We can have victory uh, over our spirit. May God help us today. You say, well, you know, so-and-so, they're the enemy and they cause me all that trouble. No, they don't. Your greatest enemy and my greatest enemy is me. Your greatest enemy is you. May God help us to control our spirit. He that hath no rule, over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. I hope you have a great day. I hope that'll help you. Uh, you. You will struggle and I will struggle and we'll have no joy until we get control of our spirit. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend and we'll see you back on Monday. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.